0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
2: This was like something. It it was vibrating in the same frequency as what America wanted to have vibrating inside of them. (laughs) (laughs) Dear
1: Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Golden Bachelor recap, listeners. Your final Golden Bachelor recap. Sad. Yes. But I don't think it'll be final, final. I hope not. Because I think it's safe to say that if and when Golden Bachelor or Golden Bachelorette comes back, we will be recapping.
2: Oh, yeah. And... If you liked this season of recapping, yes, this then is housekeeping. go ahead. You yes, do
1: it. yes. Good job. Ju- good memory. He wasn't going to let me forget. We ask that you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy because, you know. Yeah. We're trying to grow out here. Yeah. And if anyone, any newcomers came for Golden Bachelor specifically, which we think some of you did, oh yeah, you might like our Q&As. Just
2: similar vibe.
1: Similar vibe. Just saying. In, in case you're like, what am I going to do now that Golden <laughs> Bachelor's ever? Can you imagine? That'd be <laughs> On awesome. <the> <laughs> okay, shall we get to this grand finale, Andy? Let's do it. Okay, so the finale opens with the live audience and everything. We see Gary backstage looking really stressed out. And as Jesse introduces everything andy you said if they announce a golden bachelorette i'm gonna lose it you were really hoping that might happen and jesse teased a huge announcement that would leave bachelor nation stunned Mm. and you were hopeful but we never really got that did we it's hard to imagine it being anyone other than who i think we're all thinking it might be yeah okay so we're in costa rica We meet Gary's family. So this includes his daughters, Jenny and Angie, and his granddaughters, Peyton and Charlie. And Gary says today they'll be meeting Teresa. And he says she's a, quote, professional businesswoman.
2: (laughs) Yeah, not one of those amateur businesswomen.
1: Teresa arrives looking radiant as always. And in her ITM, she says she's nervous. She hasn't met someone's family in 52 years. The intro conversation is given this weirdly tense music. And Gary's like, oh, Teresa, you want some OJ? It yeah. just felt very odd. But I felt like that was forced. Like they were trying to create tension where there wasn't any. Because Teresa knocks us out of the park, unsurprisingly. She shares her backstory with Billy, and his daughters are deeply moved yeah. by their similar timelines and just her story. And then they chat at the end and he says he wants to remind her he loves her and this ends as about as well as you can imagine. As expected. Yeah. I mean, which means
2: I- I'm just, you know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay, so in the evening now, there's a cute moment when Gary apologizes for encouraging her to have had that OJ. First of all, OJ. Isn't that funny? OJ. OJ. I say orange juice, but it is a lot more work now that I think about it. It's a
2: lot of syllables. Mm -hmm.
1: Anyway, Gary encouraged her to have the OJ, but it was spiked with vodka.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he was trying to get her loose. I think, I think, I think, Jared. Eight Still episodes. there. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. enough.
1: <laughs> she says she wouldn't want him to choose her unless he overwhelmingly wants and chooses her. And he reassures her here. And this wraps with them saying goodnight. And there's a hilarious scene where they're holding each other's gaze and they close the door, but it's glass. So they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> That was like a scene from a sitcom. It
2: was. It felt very office.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's almost like they, they expected the door to not be see-through. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, bye. <laughs>
2: <It's>
1: like... <laughs> okay, so now it's the next day. Gary tells his family, Leslie makes him laugh and vice versa. Oh. So, I mean, we were kind of, I don't want to say we were making fun of, but I have found that their sense of, their shared sense of humor a little like, I don't know, a little hammy, but apparently this is the thing they have in common. They really love this. I
2: feel the shared sense of humor is is on the level of shared senses of humor, like medium. Yeah. It's not like amazing. It's not like they're like sitting there just, Going off on each other, cracking jokes, dying, laughing. I, agree. I think it's medium level. Yeah. And I think <laughs> the f- it's a medium, <laughs> it's humor a medium connection. level shared humor. Yeah, I mean, it is. And I think that I think Leslie appreciates it more than Gary. I think she's like, usually people don't get my humor. And Gary's yeah. like, yeah, your humor's fine. That's like nice thing we have. But I, agree. I think the fact that he keeps going there, that he's always talking about, he's like, oh, we have this humor thing. It's like he's he's he that's the much. branch of the tree you know, he parachuted into the branch and that's the one branch left. Oh,
1: I totally agree. She really seemed focused on that. But I feel like he had that kind of with a lot of people. Like, yeah. he's pretty good at rolling with the punches. Yeah,
2: it? he's he's got a c- good connection of humor with everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Leslie arrives and confirms that their connection is about humor. He finds her funny, and not everyone does. Leslie says that it was when he said the F word that she knew she could let loose and swear around him, and he emphasizes that it had an exclamation mark, not a question mark. Funny. This was pretty cute, yeah, actually. I like it. Leslie chats with the granddaughters, the daughters. She shares a bit of backstory with her fears with his daughters, the emphasis on Gary saying till death do us part in her ITM. She says most of the time things don't go exactly my way when it comes to relationships. The daughters seem to like her, but I'm going to be honest. I personally felt like they responded to Teresa. I don't want to say better. That feels weird to say. It almost felt like she was breaking down a bit and they were kind of like removed from that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, sometimes like someone's breaking down and you're like either like go to hug them and like embrace them or you're like, oh, okay. Yes.
2: They knew. I think they all knew what was happening. Oh, you think so? Yeah.
1: I mean, there was an energy yeah. on this whole, I, I mean, as she herself, she was the first to pick up on it. And Like ch-
2: think about this. If you, if your, let's say your father was in this same situation mm. and he brought two, like, you know, your father yeah. As well as any man in the world. Yeah. You know your father probably in some way better would than know. me.
1: I would know who my dad you was would know picking right away. in this setting. Yes, yeah, you'd be like,
2: why is this person here? What are we doing here?
1: <laughs> Especially when they start crying. <laughs> and blah, then you're just, just
2: like, you're just like, they're there.
1: Totally. Oh my God, you're right. That's what was happening yeah. here. They have a really awkward conversation now, Leslie and Gary. It's tense. And yeah. he, it's him being like, okay, well, mm. I think it's time for me to take off. <laughs> And she's like, okay, and he's like, okay. It was almost like they were forcing, or he was forcing. You know, when you're on your phone, and it's like, like you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Except it wasn't real. Yeah,
2: you, you know what I think. I agree with you. First of all, thanks. But uh, <laughs> Th- thank you. Yes, enjoy. <laughs> but I also feel that production. I had a strong sense of this. Maybe I'm wrong. But mm. production, I think, was like Gary. We want you to go to that final. Um, proposal, podium. podium, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Podium, the podium, with both of them. Yeah. Well, and they was, always want. And them he too. was just like, oh, he's like, oh, okay, I'll do it. It's like, but that I really don't want it. He's like, but just, just do it. It'll be fine. Either way, they're gonna, one's going to be let down. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. It's like, all right, all right. And then I think he was like trying his best to do that, but he couldn't get there.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, we first saw it in this conversation, you know, the family's all gone. It's just the two of them. This is the first time it's just the two of them really since his overnight with Teresa, where he really seemed all in on Teresa. And this is where you really see it. You know, we've called Gary a bit of an actor here and there, but I actually in how he handles the Leslie thing here and also in the evening, I think it proved that he's not so much an actor. He's just the type to get caught up in the moment. And so as long as he thinks it is someone, he will be caught up in that moment until he decides that it's not that person, at which point he's like... Mayday, mayday. Uh, Like, I guess I should be going now.
2: (laughs) No, I I actually think there's something to discuss here. I think that Gary is unquestionably a good actor. And I think a lot of this season was him BSing extremely sincerely and and with, with poise. Okay. But despite what is out there. I mean, I know there's some bad press about Gary. We are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that later. But yes, the
1: Hollywood Reporter article. Say what
2: you want about Gary. Look at his history and, you know, judge him for whatever reason you'd like to. And I'm not saying he's he's beyond judgment at all. All I'm saying is that his true deep colors, I think, came out in his treatment of this Leslie Teresa situation. I completely agree. He may be a little bit of a scumbag here and there, sure. Or maybe even a medium scumbag. Uh-huh. Or maybe the Grim Reaper. I don't know. <laughs>
1: is medium the word of this it recap? Medium. Everything's medium.
2: That's a safe place to be. Can't get judged if you say something's medium. Like, well, it's medium. Like, but, oh, oh, okay. but I think that he has a limit. Mm. And his limit was reached with this situation. He was like, I don't have the bones mm. to go to that podium with these the two women." <laughs> yeah. The podium.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this ends very awkwardly. They part ways. And Leslie and her ITM says that she can read him and she could tell he was off. His mannerisms were different. Yeah. And it was really subtle because we've seen him behave in this way with other people, but not this far along.
2: You know what's interesting about this too, sorry. I have, yeah. I have, I have a lot of thoughts about this Leslie situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the abnormal bachelor, oftentimes the, the the woman or man in this situation will be blindsided completely. They'll be like, "Oh, everything was fine." So they'll be like, "Yeah, it was great. I feel great." And you'll see their ITM, and you're like, "Oh, they, they are they really they really mean that?" Because mm-hmm. we saw something else. Totally. But in their ITM, they're like, "Oh no, everything's great. I think this is it. I think we're going to spend the rest of our life together." And you're like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> And the reason is, was their conversations are not deep enough. Mm. They don't have the kind of connection built in that short amount of time that allows them to read the signals coming from their partner. They're like, I don't want to be in this anymore. Whereas Leslie and Gary, despite the fact that Gary cooled on her, they had a lot of legitimate connection and they were really knowing each other at that point in time. Totally.
1: Well, all the conversations have so much more substance. So when that is par and suddenly it goes down even slightly, like... on a micro level yeah. that you can just sense the, in, yeah. the, the nuance of it is a little different. Yes. And you're right. I think that you're right when it's not just sort of like, yeah, I really care about you. We have a great connection. Like it's just so surface level. Yeah, it's just narrative. Yes. Let's get to the evening. Right. So there's a lot of emphasis on Gary seeming off and Leslie feeling anxious about <laughs> it. I'm
2: and- oh, sorry. <laughs> crying. Well, an Andy, misery. I have
1: to quote you from this moment. You said, they'll smooth it over. <laughs> I did say that. You were really convinced that it was going to make it to the podium.
2: You know what I was basing that off of? What? I'll tell you something. I was basing that off of the Hollywood Reporter article. I was like, you know what? I think Gary is a little bit of a scumbag. Uh-huh. A little bit. Very, as I said, medium. I'm going to go with medium to play it safe. Okay. it was It's average. Okay. You know? <laughs> no one could come at me for that. So I thought that Gary was the kind of guy, based on the the
1: article, rumored. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: stories. I thought he was the kind of guy who would do that.
1: Yeah. Who could lead her on very comfortably. Yeah. yeah. So I
2: felt that the tinkly music was coming. Yeah. I thought they were going to do it. And, and and honestly, to be honest, you can look at all the stuff you want to look at. But in the end, watch what he did. Watch his actions in this moment. Mm. Because many a man would have let this go to the podium. Oh, you think so? Yes.
1: Leslie, right off the bat, says that she could tell he wasn't entirely himself. He apologizes and says the stress and pressure is getting to him. He's really sorry. She says she was in tune with that today and she cries a bit here and you would think, you know, if he was really going to pick her, he would like comfort her more, but he doesn't really. Instead, he toasts, here's to you, here's to me, here's to us as a couple. (laughs) (laughs) It feels very formal. It feels like he's acting. He is acting. That's why I don't think he's actually that good an actor. I think in the moment where he's trying to act, we can see him trying to act.
2: I think when the stakes are lower, he's a much better actor. When the stakes get really high, that's where his actual soul creeps in.
1: Yes. I, I don't know. I'm not going the actor route. I guess we can agree to disagree on that. I felt like this scene... I mean, I was cringing. We had to pause during this whole, yeah. ce- this evening scene because it was so uncomfortable for me to watch because I could see him trying to get through oh, it. Oh, yeah.
2: And and I'll say one more thing, because I think this is, this to me is a flashpoint scene. Oh, this is like the this, main talking point main of this episode, so, yes.
1: We can take our time.
2: And this is actually t- to, to his discredit, potentially. Uh-huh. Because I think that the weight of this, because of the age... And what particularly Leslie has been through in her life, even a true scumbag might break down in this situation. I don't think you can do this with a 60-something-year-old the same way you can do it with a 20-something-year-old.
1: And also bearing in mind that the person doing it has experienced so much more life and knows how it feels to be hurt. Yeah. So Leslie gifts him a book of their memories together. They flip through it and talk about how great each moment was. And Andy, you said, reminiscing is the lowest form of conversation. You were Mm. quoting Tony Tony Soprano. Soprano. Yeah.
2: It is. Uh, When I heard that, it really resonated with me. I was like, I do that sometimes. And when I do that, it's with friends that, I don't have a lot of other stuff with.
1: Mm -hmm. It happens a lot on this show. Yeah. The early stages when there's not enough to reminisce about, it's like, look how great our connection is. Oh, you want a family? I also want a family. And then, you know, a couple of one-on-one times later, it's like, remember that time when we talked about how great our connection was?
2: Well, it's lower than the lowest form. There's no lower form of communication than reminiscing about things that don't deserve to be reminisced about.
1: That's key, that don't deserve. like Because we'll reminisce. Yeah.
2: It's like the joke. Where, where you say, you know, like like something happens five minutes ago. Yeah. And and you're like, remember the time you stepped in that dog poop? Yeah. And you say it like it, you just did it? Yeah, It's yeah. a joke. Uh-huh. It's like sort of, I don't know, that's a, that's a category of joke.
1: Yeah. It's funny because it's true. It's funny
2: because it's ridiculous. Yeah. I would say the sooner you reminisce, the worse the situation.
1: Mm, okay, there you go. The sooner, the yeah. sooner it is.
2: Reminiscing, if it comes like decades after you meet, beautiful. Yeah. If it comes few days or a week or two no
1: i agree with that she says he makes her feel whole and she can't imagine being without her and he says that's huge (laughs) he glances at the camera here like in the middle of this conversation yeah there's this look of panic in his eyes and this is where i was like oh my god i was like gripping the side of the
2: sofa it was rough
1: he asks if there's anything else she wants him to hear Oh dear! And she says that I love you very, very much. And he's like, "That's such a special sentiment." What
2: was that? He like he went back to AI, Gary. <laughs> like he was just like cannot compute.
1: She says, "I do, you know, I do." And he says, "I know, I can feel it." And then he whispers, "I can." Although Tuh. Uh, it sounded like I can't, but that sense. he makes said no s- I can't. It made no sense c- with context. But he I said, think I it was can. a
2: Freudian slip. Ooh. He said, mm-hmm. "I heard a hard T. I yeah. heard a." T-
1: <laughs> and then he says i can see the tears and now we get no music
2: no music is death
1: death he's looking at her intensely nods at her and says be happy oh dear oh, huh. oh my god
2: oh god
1: this was so stressful oh she whispers i want you to be happy too and he sort of kisses her and then says i think it's time for me to go and i mean kisses her he kind of like caresses her face and like kisses her cheek It's very obvious that he's out of this. They hug outside and she says, is there anything you wanna tell me? And he says, no, just that he has a tough decision to make harder than he ever thought possible. And Andy, you said, he's telling her with his expression. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, I was blown away by her composure through this scene.
2: Oh, absolutely. Because I
1: think it would be very easy to start spiraling. She knew. You think? Well, I actually don't know if she knew. Because she, she, I think that he really made her think that it was her in that fantasy suite, as she said. No,
2: I think she knew in this situation, Uh, not in the fantasy suite. I'm saying now she knew.
1: They part ways, and you know, I'll tell you
2: something. If he had, if he, I was about to see what I thought was going to be pure Grim Reaper. Mm. If he had ended it right there, where she said, "I love you," and he's like, "Oh, that means so much," and he's like, "Be happy." Yeah. I have to go now. Uh. And then he just touches her and she's like...
1: I mean, I feel like the, all are joking. All are joking all season long about Gary being AI, his Grim Reaper. You called him. What did you call? What else did you call him?
2: Oh, like, the devil in disguise. Yeah. The,
1: yeah. Not all devils wear horns and capes and whatever. Mm. Um, I don't
2: think the devil wears horns. I think he has horns. He wears a cape. <laughs> I made that mistake, too.
1: In this moment, it kind of hit different because I was like, damn. Yeah. He was really good at, at oh, fooling yeah. her, really. He put the Reap on. Yeah. They part ways cries separately he cries on the steps and leslie in her room says i'm definitely not confident now it feels like she has a producer in the room she says i know why he was off today and gary and his itm says they have a rhythm and knowing that she knew that he was off he has to go back and talk to her so he does he tells her it's been difficult he made a decision how he wants to go about this he has fallen in love with Teresa. oh my god andy I mean, this <sighs> is your moment of I told you so, but yeah, it, really, it really
2: took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, you did were, not get the thunderous <laughs> moment that I wanted.
1: Yeah, you were not able to truly enjoy this because this scene was so excruciating. <laughs> Leslie says, "So everything you told me the other night was a lie." And he says, "No, it wasn't." She says, "No, it was a complete and utter lie." She does not let him off the hook easy here. Mm. He says, "No, because at the time it was the truth." And she says she knew it the moment she saw him that day. He, they weren't He was off. He says that's probably true. And Mm -hmm. she says she could tell by his face. I'm
2: not off. You're off.
1: (laughs) So you might think that the scene could end here. But she really, I got to give Leslie credit. For someone as upset as she was and emotional as she was, she was able to really express everything she felt in that moment. Yeah. Rage and all. Oh, yeah. And it was very satisfying to watch because with Leslie in particular, I've been saying, and I said in our last Golden Bachelor recap, that it makes me feel sick that it would happen to her specifically because of her pre-existing insecurities about relationships.
2: Absolutely. There's a cost to being The Bachelor. And the cost is here. And you have to pay the toll. Everyone's got to pay the toll.
1: Totally, And very few bachelors. And now we've learned even if you are the golden bachelor, you're 72 years old and everyone loves you. Not everyone's going to love you by the end. It's impossible to get through this experience without looking bad. Somehow bachelorettes do it more often. I think maybe partly think because people a societal
2: people, thing where yes. it's sort of a little more okay for a woman to I think so. love two guys and let one go.
1: Well, I also think it's less heartbreaking somehow to watch a man get heartbroken than a woman. Yeah. There's something I don't know more why. tragic.
2: It's like the, you know, it's like the the it's a it's a trope. I mean, it goes back to the old movies of like the twenties and thirties. Yeah. You don't see a man who's like, oh, I'm hanging off a cliff or I'm tied to a railroad track. Yeah. It's always a woman. <laughs>
1: tied to a railroad track that was the track. thing
2: back then <laughs> if, if, uh, if a bad guy would just tie to a railroad track which yeah, yeah, yeah. is really gruesome when yeah, you think about totally. it totally but that was the Horrific. go-to method of, of killing someone in the movies back in the silent era damn
1: yeah you just why tie them to a
2: railroad track why, would why not you just ch- shoot them exactly
1: yeah. why not just kill
2: them you just push them off a cliff
1: that's horrible terrible
2: they gotta wait they hear
1: the
2: although i will say when it does happen it is fast <laughs> okay
1: yeah. okay so maybe it's not so bad
2: it's not so bad but the, the anticipation would you choose
1: that way to go
2: honestly yes but what? i don't want to be i don't want to be tied i want to be quickly placed in front i want to not know what's happening i want to be like be like hey i want to show you this is a really beautiful area of, 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 of the neighborhood and yeah. then right on the track's done
1: yeah because the anticipation i mean
2: the anticipation in all these things yeah. is a problem yeah yeah it's a problem yeah <laughs>
1: Leslie asks where it went wrong. He says it didn't go wrong. He says he worked hard to get to know both of them as well as possible, but only one is right. And he says if he knew how much pain he would cause them, he never would have taken the first step on this journey. I don't know if that's entirely true.
2: No. He would have taken that first step no matter what happened. You think so? Yes. Gary was primed. Yeah. Yeah, he was into this. Do
1: you think that we're being skewed by that article right now?
2: No. I knew Gary a long time ago. (laughs) I knew what Gary was. It's
1: true. I got to say, when I showed you that article, you were like, so? Yeah. uh, Yeah, I've been saying this for weeks.
2: For months. Yeah, no one's that good. There's no man that that looks, especially in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. There are some men who might actually be that good in life, like sort of I think my
1: grandfather was a bit like that. My papa. He was like... Cartoonishly, the right. Yeah, but good you've only but even seen. He, no. Yeah, but it's true. I, I don't want to
2: speak poorly of you. I, no. I, I don't know him well. No, you're making say, a good but point. But i saying the odds are that he did some bad things. He had some bad personality characteristics. And there are things that he didn't show you. He
1: was pretty, I mean, I, I will agree in that, like, I was his granddaughter. He was a very doting grandfather. And even when he was in the Navy, he would sell his rations of liquor and cigarettes to send the money home to his mother.
2: I mean that's uh, yeah 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 game set match.
1: Okay, but continue.
2: No, but I don't Few people are that good. Few people are that good, especially nowadays, and it's just like if you can be that good in front of a camera, mm. then there must be a dark side. There yeah. has to be. It's impossible. And I'm not faulting him for it. No. He's just a human being who has faults, who's done bad things.
1: So Leslie sobs here and he comforts her. She says it's typical. It's her life. Oof and he says no 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 don't think that And she says it doesn't matter no offense she can think whatever the fuck she wants oh, this is a pretty damn. great moment it yeah. was pretty awesome and yeah. you hear the crowd cheering here she has to be broken and hearted again but now in front of the world and she says he made it feel like he chose her he led her down a path and then took a turn and left her there it's a good analogy
2: yeah <laughs> You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see how Gary handles his situation if there's no cameras. Mm. I really wanted to see that.
1: Oh, why? You think it would be different?
2: I think it would be a little more cold.
1: Oh. I think. Are you being skewed by the article again?
2: No, no. Again, I knew (laughs) the article, Gary, before the article came out. I knew knew this was the thing.
1: I will say about you, my loving husband, you have an unbelievable read on people. Oh, thank I you. feel like somehow only now, like in this past year, 2023 was the year that I realized how good your read on people is. Oh,
2: well, thanks. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Am I making you uncomfortable?
2: It's a big responsibility to bear.
1: Oh, so you agree. You agree you have a good read on people. <laughs> <laughs> Gary says he's sorry. There's nothing he can say. And she says that's true. She says at the end of the day, she just wants him to be happy. Teresa's great. She has nothing bad to say about her. She's just blown away. And Gary says, I'll let myself out. So, Andy, here's where I asked you if you were happy with how this turned out. And you said it didn't feel good. You said I had the champagne ready. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely was difficult to celebrate your I told you so given this scene.
2: That was a rough, I told you so.
1: And then Leslie in her ITM says, I'm tired of putting myself out there. Time is running out. (sighs) Time is running out. Oh my God.
2: Teresa.
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) What What are you doing?
2: I'm just like celebrating.
1: (laughs) It's Teresa. I mean, can you imagine... Them crowning anyone but Leslie as Bachelorette after this? I mean, Am I crazy? Like, I thought
2: it was going to be Ellen, but now it's Leslie. I
1: thought it was going to be Joan. I thought it was going to be Ellen. I thought it was going to be a bunch of people. Honestly,
2: it- I think Ellen was in the audience looking at this and I'm like, shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would not be the first time that they crowned a runner-up and a, a runner-up who was particularly heartbroken and particularly had the rug pulled out from under them as Bachelorette. That. Was horrible grammar, yeah. but you knew what I meant. We've yeah. seen it before,
2: and also her past relationship history. Oh, totally. Everyone wants her to find someone. Everyone's am- invested.
1: I am very invested in Leslie. America Lester.
2: wants to see Leslie happy. Totally. In a relationship.
1: And now Gary cries outside. Jesse comes to chat with him, and we get that famous scene of Gary saying that this was, you know, yeah, one of those one of the hardest things ever. Though. And he is crying about having broken the heart of a really good person. The look on her face is an image he'll never get out of his head oh and that brings us to live leslie's in the hot seat she looks gorgeous she says she was devastated it was really hard she still seems really damaged by this honestly you know sometimes people in this position have removed themselves a bit and she does seem to have processed it but i think it speaks to how hard she fell that she's really still struggling here. She says that she was 100% certain because of things he had specifically said to her during their overnight. And in her mind, she had a whole life planned out for them. And the fact that he shot her so high made the fall that much harder. Mm. I mean, it's hard not to criticize that with Gary. And, you know, he comes out and Andy, you were singing the Darth Vader theme as he walked out. (laughs) She's really honest with him about how she wants him to be happy. And the most important thing she fell in love with about him was his integrity. She's super specific here about what she wanted what she looked for, what she found in him and how his words carried such weight because of that integrity. And therefore, you can see how this would be such a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Like his integrity was what she loved about him. Then to find out that you were wrong about that, I mean, it would make you doubt yourself. Oh, that's
2: classic Devil in Disguise. Yes. It's the whole thing.
1: You would doubt your ability to read someone's integrity, which is a very, very, very scary thing to realize that you don't have right.
2: Yes. when That, that makes the whole world seem upside down yes. to you. Yes. Yeah. how can you trust anything
1: totally it would be honestly just a lot better if he had not been if he had not seemed as in in what's the word as full of integrity
2: as as (laughs) integr as integrous it's got to be integrous
1: it's not integrous no, that sounds wrong. No. You're right. It's integris. integris. Oh my God. I, mean, I don't if that's a word, I think it's a I've word. I've never said that out loud before.
2: I've never said it out loud before, but it should be, just the construction should be integris. Integris. Integrity. Integris.
1: Isn't it funny how integrity gets used so much more? But why?
2: No one uses integris. No. I don't think I've ever seen integris ever in writing or speech.
1: Yeah. We could be totally wrong about
2: <laughs> it. I think maybe we just made a new word that, yeah. that Webster's gonna be like, you know what? That is a yeah, word. Yeah. We can't argue <laughs> with you.
1: So yeah, I think that part... Part of what made this so horrible was that Gary did sell himself as someone so integrous.
2: Mm, very nice. But it's the first time in history. <laughs> Mark it down, folks. Right here on Dear Shanda, If it's a word, debut.
1: then I'm proud of us. And if it's not a word, we look really stupid right now. <laughs>
2: uh, I- I'm saying it's a word. I don't care if people say it's not a word. Integrous aside, I think that there are some rules with this franchise. Mm. And Gary was simply following some of the rules and he got caught up in it. Like You cannot just say, OK, it's Teresa. Which, by the way, it was. <laughs> but that's not the point. And just coast. Yeah. Like, oh, you, nah. Not going to say I love you. Not going to say I care about you. Not going to say we have a shared is sense it, of humor. I it... just like Teresa, and Teresa's the one, and yeah. you all can suck it.
1: Isn't it funny how this happens every season?
2: What? This happens every season. It has to. Wait, this formula. is the show
1: we're all watching, and we're always somehow shocked that someone gets totally blindsided and heartbroken. Are
2: we shocked? Like this is the thing. It happens on the Bachelorette. It happens on the Bachelorette. Why? Because they can't just say this is my person in, in episode five. Mm-hmm. And no it, one's ever done that. No one yeah. has ever done that. Yeah, it's you know still, what I think. You know what I think came closest what? and would have kind of done it was Juan Pablo with you. What like, do you mean? I think Juan Pablo was he was he like when you left he was going to start making it very clear it was you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Juan? I-
1: so i don't know about that i don't
2: know i think so (laughs) i've always thought that
1: so leslie says she was devastated gary says he's so sorry when he came on his head was ready to send people home but his heart wasn't he wanted to give each relationship his commitment his undivided attention and he really believed what he said in the moment blah 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 blah. and you know i believe this yeah but i just still think like it's the foresight you need to manage manage the feelings manage the expectations a little I
2: think he went too far I think he, he, he went did. a little too far I
1: think he got carried away and you know it's kind of in a way it's refreshing to see you know a 72 year old you're like well they have their shit together and I do think Gary, in many ways, does have a shit together. But we have to remember that he is being subjected to the exact same manipulation that every other lead also gets subjected to. And this is a team of professionals. Yeah. This is what they do for a living. They make good money convincing you, not only that you're in love with multiple people, but that you should tell all those people that you're in love yes. with them.
2: Gary's just like an accommodating guy. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, you want me to do this? I'll do it. I'm not really thrilled about this, but I'll do it. That's the game.
1: And he's definitely a romantic.
2: He's a romantic. He knows what this show is about. He Mm -hmm. knows how this show works. He knows he can't... He has to tell a bunch of women that he really cares about them and wants to be with them forever. That's the name of the game. Yeah. He knows the game.
1: Yeah. So are we defending him? It kind of sounds like we are.
2: I'm not defending him per se, but don't hate the player, hate the game. I said it before, I'll say it again. That's no... Franchise operates more under the auspices of, of an aphorism than that. Uh, Don't hate the player. Hate the game. He has to do it. He went a little too far. And I think based on the age of the people he was dealing with. Yeah. Particularly, he went too far. Yeah. Yeah. He likes Leslie a lot. Yeah. He just doesn't love Leslie. Yeah. Or he loved her. I actually a think
1: he did love for, Leslie. For an hour. Yeah. For yeah. An an hour. For
2: the hour he said it. He loved her. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, probably shouldn't have said that. Uh. But you you look. Is Gary perfect? Clearly not. Mm. Is Gary in a position that a lot of people would seem very imperfect in? Yes.
1: Okay. All right. I'll we'll leave it at that. He says he'll never forgive himself for the pain he caused along the way. He wishes he could have found a more gracious way of doing this. He's so sorry. She says she doesn't know if she accepts his apology, but she understands it. And Jesse asks Leslie if she wishes Gary had never told her that he loved her. And she says no. There you go. There you go. She says it opened her heart up and showed her what she needs and deserves. She's not angry. She's just hurt. She wishes him the best. She wants them to be happy.
2: And that's where reminiscing comes in.
1: Ah, very
2: good. Good arc, Andy.
1: He says he wants her happiness and basically says he hopes that... people will watch her on the show and like fall in love with her. Like he, I kind of in a roundabout way yeah. he was sort of, it kind of sounded like he was like, I hope you become bachelorette because a lot of people are going to want to meet you after this experience. Yeah. He
2: was like basically saying a lot of people are sliding into your DMs yeah. from this. So be prepared. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I hope so. I really am rooting for her. It's hard not to, yeah. I really thought overall she handled this so well. Yeah. The fact that at the very end, you know, she said all of her piece, she really did. And then at the very end, for her to still say, No, I would not want him to have not told me that he loved me. That was a lot of negatives, but you no, know yeah, what I mean? No, yeah. I thought that that was really big of her. Like she really was just so classy to better, the very end. Better
2: to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. There
1: you go. Wow, Andy, yeah. so many aphorisms.
2: Well, that's Shakespeare. I oh, think. So
1: does that not count as an aphorism? I guess eventually
2: you, you, yeah, I guess you can have that. I mean, I, as you're right, where do aphorisms come from? They don't come from out of the air. Yeah, they come from writing or speaking or somebody who was super cool, like an influencer from like the 1600s. <laughs> yes. Like that guy said that thing. Yeah, oh, you heard about the guy who said that thing, the
1: original meme. OK, so back in Costa Rica, Andy, you said, isn't it crazy how volcanoes are basically zits of the earth? <laughs>
2: Do you have an argument against that? I
1: don't. It's so true. They're like deep rooters, too. Gary says he asked if Tony, if this is right. And he says that she's guiding him. And heading into the engagement, Teresa says that when Billy proposed, they were basically teenagers. He never got down on one knee. So if Gary were to get down on one knee... This would be the first time it ever happens wow. in her life. And
2: also, can we talk about how many times knee was uttered in this episode? Oh,
1: if knee had been the word watch word, it would have been like in the twenties. We
2: missed it by one episode. Ah. Uh, but I that's good.
1: I mean, I'm happy, yeah. trust me. Gary, okay. This is my I mean, this this is what teared me up. I teared up once in this episode, and it was with this ITM rather yeah, unexpectedly. Yeah. Gary in his ITM says that with all the emotions swirling, he's waiting for the moment of calm. When he sees Teresa's face, because he knows he'll feel calm. He says, She's charming, affectionate, smart, and perceptive and intuitive. She's an equal partner, someone to share the joy and to share the sorrow. He says, quote, I love her and know she loves me. I see it in her every look. That's what will make me calm, is that I have a partner.
2: Now, let me ask oh you a my question. God. Can you say that with insincerity, what he said? Can you, as a human? It's did so, he prepare that speech? I mean, Is that false? If he's
1: preparing everything he says, like this, I mean, he's he's spending all his time with a pen and paper.
2: (laughs) He didn't prepare this. This came from the heart, and it's so true. Mm. Everyone knows what he's talking about. Yes. That feeling like it couldn't, no matter how much chaos is going around you, coming around around you, no much chaos is going on, sorry, (laughs) I missed it on, on, very important word. It is, it is. Beautiful word. I missed (laughs) it. No, how much, no matter how much chaos is going on around you, yes, you have that place of calm. Mm-hmm. You know that person. They come and you see you lock eyes with them, and it's like it all just everything else blurs out and quiets down, and you just see that person. We know that. Yeah, we know what he's saying is it's sincere. And I think that Gary, when he's truly in love with someone, mm-hmm. is the best Gary he can be. Yeah, that's a good man. Yeah, I think it's when he's not quite there with someone that Gary can be a little bit flawed. Yeah, and I think that's what you saw in the Hollywood Reporter. I think he's not good at the in between, but mm -hmm. he's good at the full on.
1: And I think he's really looking for that. Yeah, like it's clear. I felt from this ITM that he desperately wants a partner. He talked a true equal.
2: Yeah,
1: and I mean, I would be lying if I said I haven't tried to force that with the wrong person. Yeah, because a lot is right. You know, there's enough right that you're like, I think yeah, I but can but then make you this. get
2: annoyed at the things that are missing.
1: Yeah, oh, 100%. And you
2: become mean. You
1: become resentful.
2: Yeah, and you, get to, you become a bad person. The bad part <laughs> of you comes only. out. The Gary comes out. You
1: become the Grim Reaper. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the proposal, the podium, Andy. Teresa says that the world thinks love is only for the young. She was beginning to feel that way herself until she met him and saw him smile. She says for them, life isn't over and she doesn't want to let him go. She wants to spend the rest of her life with him. And Gary says that with her entrance from the limo, he thought he'd seen all of her, but that wasn't the case. There was so much more to discover. And he mentions the diner date and Andy, you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you didn't go. Yeah. You were like, hmm? Oh.
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't celebrate. I was never, there was never a point of celebration.
1: Today, in this recap, you will celebrate. Fine. We're Shortly. Gonna... Your celebration is coming yeah. in a matter there, of minutes. Are there balloons
2: anywhere? <laughs> Confetti?
1: He says the conversation was nonstop. They had so much in common with their pasts, and she's not the right person for him to live with. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, this is where Gary, I mean, him and his dramatic pauses. No, what Gary. was with this? Come on. This was sick.
2: Too mo- he waited one extra second too long. He,
1: yeah, you know what? I think, I mean, this happens so often. I really do believe that producers are like,
2: oh, absolutely,
1: make sure you say this and then pause oh, and then you say
2: that 100%. This. Yeah. You think Gary thought of that? Yeah, but
1: I feel like younger bachelors and bachelorettes feel like a little too much shame to hold the pause as long as Gary held well, it.
2: Gary Gary doesn't have that much shame.
1: Yeah. He held on to that pause. She looked completely heartbroken here. And then he's like, you're the person I can't live without. Oh. Oh. Uh. And then he gets down on one knee and proposes. Yeah. Which means, Andy, that Ooh, I owe you a double. $20. That's
2: what's called a double. I told you so. Should I get it right now? Yeah, go get me that money. <laughs> okay. Oh, you have a 20 at the ready? I do.
1: All right. Here we go. It's happening. I'm giving Andy a $20 bill for our listeners who can't see. And while I was fetching Crisp. it. Crisp. Oh, yeah. Did it, you get it from the bank? I did. I got it from an ATM. Nice. Yeah.
2: Well, well that's where money comes from, I guess.
1: <laughs> while I was fetching it, Andy said, cash is king. X. <laughs> yeah. Skip that in there. All right. Safe and sound. sound. Okay, so yeah, this really did end with an engagement. I did not think it would, but as Gary later says, he's like, we don't have that much time. And I guess I did not calculate that into my bet. Hmm. He gives Teresa a beautiful golden rose. And now we get an ITM of both of them saying that Tony and Billy would be so happy for them right now. Oh my God. You know
2: what this reminds me of? It's like the end of Star Wars, where like they're getting getting the... uh, Oh no, it's the Return of the Jedi. Okay. It's the end of Return of the Jedi. Okay. Oh, the Star Wars fans so that have come after me so hard oh, for yeah, this. Oh yeah, they're very
1: passionate. Yeah.
2: They're all like celebrating at the end of Return of the Jedi. Okay. And in the in the sky you see Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda, all the dead people okay but the, who are now like i don't know they live somewhere in the universe their right. energy uh-huh. but, but they, they're they they're smiling yeah yeah <laughs> and i feel like this is a classic oh totally yoda and obi-wan moment if
1: this were a movie you would see tony and billy yeah like smiling down on them yeah
2: they're like holding their like h- their arms around each other and they're like
1: <laughs> that's
2: not grim that's good <laughs> It's grim.
1: No, no, it's it's no, fine. No, it's okay. It's meant to be happy.
2: You know what? People. It se- makes you know, me feel other, a little weird. But in okay. other cultures, people celebrate death more than they even celebrate marriages.
1: I think death should be celebrated.
2: Um, yeah. No, I, no, I don't want it to happen. I'm just saying, if it does happen, if try if to find I were, the beauty, what?
1: try to find the beauty in it.
2: Yeah. If I were to die, I don't want everyone saying, "Oh, this really sucks." I want them to have the biggest party ever. Oh. I want them to have a party where, and I want it to be all about me. <laughs> I mean, that's important. It's going to be all about me. It's like big, like pictures, like sticks with my face on them, you know, yeah, those yeah. kind of things you have. I just want it to be fun. Yeah. I want them to remember me and celebrate my life rather than just talk about the fact that I'm not here anymore.
1: That's beautiful, Andy. Remember that. Okay. Oh, don't say that. Oh, sorry. I can't I'm, think about that. No, sorry. Why would you say that? I don't, I don't You're to never, say that. it's never going to happen. It's going to,
2: you're going to go before me. I mean, are we gonna go at the exact same time? (laughs)
1: Okay, so now it's after the final rose. Uh, Jesse points out the ring, and Andy, you were so excited about a potential finger, but (sighs) it never came. Teresa reveals she's kept a secret even from her sisters. I was blown away by this. And Jesse asks what happened in the overnight that changed everything. Gary asks Jesse how often he asks his parents about what happened on overnight Gary gives a long-winded breakdown about how nurturing and wonderful she was, but Teresa, this is where we really see her sense of humor. She says what happened was she knocked his boot off with kisses <laughs> uh. I felt like we saw in the after the final rose true the humor compatibility what we're talking about we really saw more of Teresa's funny side than we've saw yeah. throughout the season yeah. and how their senses of humor really align
2: I think that Teresa is a very polite and respectful person mm-hmm. and I think this show was just a little weird for her yeah but I think she knew as she told Kathy she thought it was her from the beginning. She's yes. like, I think it's me. It's like, she's like, it feels I like I mean, what me. not I told you so? What not I told you? Oh, okay. Kathy. <laughs> got, oh, she got hammered. <laughs> oh, Let, let's have a moment of silence for Kathy. <laughs>
1: The takeaway here is that you're never too old for love. And if you have loved ones in your life, tell them don't waste a day. Mm. They describe how this has changed their lives. And I love that Teresa describes it as a cultural movement. And I completely agree. Yep. This show has been so inspiring yes. more than just entertainment. I'm
2: glad she reiterated that. It's a good bookend. Yes. Because it's important. to This is America was watching. America. This hit a zeitgeist yes. moment. This was like Something. It it was vibrating in the same frequency as what America wanted to have vibrating inside of them. (laughs) And that will be a future aphorism.
1: Okay, now we get a preview for Joey's season and
2: man. (laughs) This is like oh man. This is this is how do you really feel Andy following Bruce Springsteen.
1: Oh, Bruce Springsteen. You don't
2: ever want to follow Bruce Springsteen. No one's ever followed Bruce Springsteen. I think maybe when he was 18, someone followed Bruce Springsteen, but that was it. And they were like, I never want to follow that kid again.
1: Oh, Bruce Springsteen. He's a really big deal, isn't he?
2: His concerts are... (laughs) Thanks, 99-year-old woman.
1: (laughs) Or too young, maybe to fully appreciate Bruce Springsteen.
2: Oh. I'm going to be honest. Bruce
1: Springsteen doesn't like <clears throat> for me, whoa, the way. whoa, I know whoa! You oh, slow lo- down! I, I know okay. you love Bruce Springsteen. We just
2: lost like ten thousand fans. Oh, everybody in Jersey just laughed. That's it. They tuned out. <laughs> in yeah. That was it.
1: I feel like if we lost people in Jersey, it was happening during oh. a past season.
2: <laughs> when I was ripping on Jersey. Yeah, Greg, no. Greg Rippo. We dissed Jersey. I tell you, something? You, you,
1: you literally lost people from Jersey. People wrote us to say. They that wrote that there's unsubscribing. now. Yeah. But
2: I will say this: real Jersey people yeah. can take dissing Jersey. They love it. They almost revel in it. Yeah. But if you come after Bruce Springsteen, okay. it's over. I
1: know I never came after bruce springsteen i think he's amazing and every time i hear one of those songs where it's like that's bruce springsteen i'm like oh that's bruce springsteen i know that song that's a great song i'm just not like yeah like i'm home alone i'm gonna jam to some bruce springsteen that's just not it doesn't it's not a nostalgic thing for me in that way
2: the opinions that charlene is expressing (laughs) do not necessarily reflect the opinions of dear shandy (laughs)
1: Okay, so in this preview, we hear Jesse say, get ready for what can only be described as Joey mania. We see no, lots of footage. No, there's no
2: Joey mania.
1: <laughs> and you said, isn't it funny how TV can just decide someone's a celebrity? Yeah. It's That's amazing. what happened.
2: You see all those crowds of people like mm-hmm. going crazy over Joey. Why? It was TV Is like, Joey's a celebrity now. Yeah. And they're like, okay.
1: They put the crown on him. Yeah.
2: It's just, I, I mean- I, I actually feel bad for him. Me too. Following The Golden Bachelor is going to suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and look, we're going to watch. Oh, And yeah. I'm sure we'll and enjoy it. And it may be great.
2: Yeah. I, you know what I like? I love going in with the lowest expectations. <laughs>
1: So you're looking forward to Joey's season? (laughs) Yeah. It can't be
2: worse than I think it's going to be.
1: Okay. So Jesse now announces that the show is sending Teresa and Gary to Italy, which is really sweet. It's a callback to that conversation on the diner date where they were like, let's go to Italy. Let's learn Italian. Really sweet. What do you think the odds are that they actually learn Italian?
2: While they're in Italy? Or
1: just to go up to Italy? Because that was the whole thing. It wasn't, let's just go to Italy. How much time
2: do they have to go to Italy? They only have a few weeks, right?
1: I mean, I don't know. It's going to be after their wedding, which is in January. Oh,
2: learn Italian in (laughs) two months? Maybe with (laughs) Babbel. Try Babbel, the language learning app. Only 15 minutes a day. (laughs) 10. Oh, sorry, 10.
1: And what happens here is pretty funny because Gary says, that'll be great as a honeymoon because we're getting married. And what was funny about this is because Jesse had been teasing this big announcement for the whole episode. And then it kind of felt like Gary swooped in to take the thunder. Yeah. Because normally what would happen here is Jesse would be like, and now we have a big announcement. want to share your big announcement. But Gary swooped in. He turned this trip to Italy into a honeymoon because he's like, because we're getting married. And Jesse was like, there it is. That's the big announcement.
2: (laughs) Gary's like, I'm the star here. I call the shots.
1: (laughs) Turns out they are going to have a live wedding on January 4th, 2024, which is so old school. I love this. That's what they used to do on this show. Yeah. They used to. You don't know this. They used to have these big bonanza live weddings, and millions of people would tune in can I tell you to something?
2: watch. Can I? Can I? This is. This is. I mean, I'm stating the obvious here. The reason is ratings, because no one wants to see the wedding of a low-rated season. Yeah. yeah. This season warrants a live wedding.
1: Yes, and also is the, it live? The, yeah, it is live. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Can you
2: imagine being the 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 person who's officiating that wedding? That's that's high pressure.
1: Is, is that the takeaway? It might be Jesse. Oh, yeah. In the old days, it was Chris Harrison.
2: Oh, you're right. Yeah, of course. It's Jesse. That's nothing for him. Yeah. It's a walk in the park. Oh, yeah. yeah I thought it was just some random. Oh,
1: he was like born for that.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, then it's easy. <laughs> Never mind. That was stupid.
1: Uh, it is. You're right. It is a ratings thing. Because I got to tell you, the in recent seasons, the success rate is so poor. Yeah. That... I feel almost uncomfortable watching a wedding within a year. I'm like, I don't know if it's yeah. gonna happen. And
2: sometimes on Bachelor in Paradise, like it gets to the level where people are so into the relationship that they, they do it. But these Bachelor, Bachelorette seasons for the last few years, it's like, eh.
1: And the fact that it's a standalone wedding, it's not like, oh, within this paradise season, Carly and Evan are gonna get married. Right. It's like, no, you're tuning in. This is the this day. Is a, this is a
2: live, event. it's Save like the, the old day. timey event where like, like you'd see like that special, oh, this is too old. I can't say it. What? If I say it, I'll date myself. What
1: Wait, what is it?
2: Well, when I, you know, when this when the holidays rolled around, yeah, you know, I used to be so excited for the holiday presentations of cartoons, like the Peanuts holiday special.
1: Oh, that's so cute.
2: Yeah. And they used to do this thing where it was like a special presentation. It would be like a spinning ABC thing. Like special presentation. It's like really like, <laughs> like 70s style. And I was just like, every time I saw that, I was like, this is the holiday season. I am psyched. <laughs> People know what I'm talking about. I know people know what I'm talking about. Oh, they about.
1: definitely will. That's super cute. Okay, so Andy, that is it for the episode itself. I mean, they look really happy together. And I feel a little mixed because of that Hollywood Reporter article yeah. that came out right before.
2: Can I tell you something right now? I I think that there is some truth in that Hollywood Reporter and there's some stuff that might not be true. Mm. But I do think that if you took Anybody in the world, anybody. He's like, oh, that. Now that's a stand-up guy. Like, oh, that's a stand-up. Oh, this guy. I mean, who everyone loves this guy. And you had Hollywood Reporter dig up something on them. Mm. Everyone could have an article that's as bad as the one you saw about Gary.
1: I have to admit, if you interviewed some of my exes, yeah, and put together an article, like, and let's say I had, I was looking like the golden child as the lead of a of a show, yeah, it might not look that good that article it, especially it's the it's the drastic contrast right because he's been like shown to be a saint all season although yeah. you've always known that he wasn't also that's not entirely on gary i'm not taking blame off him like i'm sure that he did not great things especially to this woman that he seems to have lived with for a while. But it makes
2: him human. Honestly, I was happy that that article came out because now I'm like, oh, Gary's an actual human. He's not AI. Mm. He's not a Disney character. Yeah. Have you ever known a man to be a Disney character?
1: Yeah. But my point is, I think that the show really leans into that. They're yes. like, he's perfect. Perfect. He hasn't dated a so He hasn't kissed anyone since the day his ever. wife died. Yeah. You Meanwhile,
2: know- the guy literally lived next to a place called the Shady Nook. <laughs> Where he was just banging waitresses. <laughs> Which, by the way, I hope that wasn't lost on anybody because I appreciate the hell out of it. In all seriousness, there were a couple of very cringy things yes. in that article. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, he who casts the first stone. It's like, I'm not going to judge the whole man's life just because of this one situation. Yeah. We're all human beings. Yeah,
1: but you were also negative surprised.
2: I wasn't surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've been saying it all season. He's too good to be true. No one's yes. that good.
2: As a matter of fact, if you're that good, there has to be something equally bad. Oh
1: my god! We've said before, like what is like hiding under his floorboards? If this is what's hiding under his floorboards, then you know it's better than, it than an actual. Been worse. It's better
2: than a corpse. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a few notches better than a corpse.
1: <laughs> All right, Andy, I'm not going to do A game because I just don't think this is an A gamey kind of episode. No. I mean,
2: no, Leslie no. handles herself
1: fantastic. No, everyone's, but great. Yeah, everyone's, yeah, everyone's great. Everyone's great. Okay. Yeah. So that brings us to the word watch. Andy, there were zero fingers. Zero fingers. And how many correct guesses?
2: Oof. 387.
1: Ooh, that's a lot. And we have a winner for an amazing prize. Congratulations, Danielle Freund. You are the winner of one piece of your choice from Jenny Kane up to a $495 value, an unbelievable prize. What a fitting prize to end the season on, a super prize.
2: It's a super prize. It is. We're gonna have more super prizes. Are we? Yeah. Oh, maybe not.
1: Don't make promises no, we're not we sure we can keep. We're, we're not ever entirely sure far in advance what the prizes will be, but this is a fantastic prize. Danielle Freund, please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim it. Do not let this slip through your fingers. And Andy. Oh, I'm asking you like there's a word a word yeah. for next week. There's no, 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 no word. word.
2: But yeah. I will say this. I have been noticing some cheating oh, in the word watch game. Oh,
1: tisk tisk.
2: I have been noticing multiple answers from the same people mm. and different answers from the same people oh. and answers on YouTube and Instagram oh. from the same person. And I see you. You are not getting away with it. I see you. <laughs>
1: and what's the consequence? Angie? If I do see this again, again, starting now,
2: I will make a list and that list will be banned from WordWatch for life. <laughs>
1: So even if you guess correctly and win, you will not actually win because you cheated. Correct. Yeah. Don't cheat, Shandys. Why would you Shame do that? On you. Yeah.
2: What have we done to deserve that? Yeah,
1: seriously. We're just a couple podcasters in our living room. We're not some big corporation. Don't try to cheat us. That's not nice. Cheating's bad.
2: See? She said it.
1: <laughs> That's the lesson today. <laughs> okay. So that brings us, Andy, to our predictions. We're going to go over our night one predictions, which were very bad.
2: <sighs> oh, boy.
1: They were poor. Hmm. And I think it would be fun today because you were really so pro Teresa. I was. But only when Ellen left. That's what's interesting.
2: After the diner date, I was pretty pro Teresa.
1: Well, so night one, pre diner date, I had Faith in first. You had Ellen in first. I had Ellen in second. You had Faith in second. We both had Edith <laughs>
0: <and> in <Edith>. third. <laughs> mm.
1: Don't know what happened there. Fourth, we both had Sandra. Aww. love Sandra. Sandra. Forever remembered for that epic fart. Yes. And my wild card was Marina. Mm-hmm. And your oh. wild card was Nancy.
2: Ew.
1: Yeah, we were a little all over the place. Do you want to keep track of when you switched over to Teresa? Yeah. Are you interested yeah, let's in this? Do this? You put Teresa in second. We both put her in second after that diner date. Oh. In episode two. Oh wow. So Ellen was in our top spot for a very long time. Episode three, we both had Ellen in first, Teresa in second. Episode four, we both had Ellen in first and Teresa in second. Mm. Episode five, I had Leslie first, Faith second, Teresa third, you had Teresa first, <sighs> Leslie second and Faith third.
2: Okay. So it took till the sixth episode to fully bumper from second oh, to Oh yeah,
1: first. and then you were full throttle, Teresa until the end. Okay. I'll take it. So Andy, do you want to now enjoy your massive I told you so? My goodness. I mean, people doubted. I doubted you. I can admit it. Yeah. You knew. How did you know? Tell us all the ways.
2: Well, first of all, I'd like to thank our production company, <laughs> um, my manager, Charlene, my co-host, all our fans. Yeah. Uh, my mother, <laughs> uh, all my friends who've helped me through this. Yeah. Is the music playing <laughs> I will say this: I think it's a testament to how much I've learned from watching this show for the last three or four years.
1: So you're still going. I'm, I'm done. I'm done.
2: I'm done. I told you Teresa was going to win.
1: I mean, that's got to feel good. Uh, you really knew before anyone else did. Yeah,
2: I really knew this time. I knew hard.
1: How were you that confident? It
2: was all the the smoke screens. It was too much. After the diner date, I was like, "How is this person?" And Ellen just. I, I don't know what the Ellen deal with Ellen was. Ellen was a red herring. Ellen was a red herring. A, massive, a strong oh, red herring. Such a
1: strong... And for you in particular, Ellen, like, tugged on your particular heartstrings. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen spoke to you. She did. It was hard to see Teresa through that. Yeah.
2: But once Teresa was... The last one standing, mm-hmm. it was over for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Once Ellen was gone. Yeah,
2: and Leslie, I think, was a true red herring.
1: You never saw it with Leslie. Never.
2: I as a matter of fact, I was amazed she even made it to like the episode four.
1: Can you identify what it was? I didn't
2: see there being a connection with the two. Mm. I thought it was oil and water. I didn't see it. Okay. I never saw it.
1: I mean, I really think he and Teresa are lovely together. Lovely. Yeah. It's there's something so um The calm, you know, he talks about looking at her face and feeling calm. It feels calm between them. It doesn't feel like there's this undertone of, of, of consoling or encouraging yes. or whatever validating it just feels like just it's secure
2: and balance
1: balanced balanced
2: even playing field
1: yeah wow our predictions kind of sucked on night one yeah i really never saw Teresa winning like i'm blown away but uh, I didn't from the diner date onwards di- obviously
2: before the diner date i thought Teresa was it was a sideshow
1: i thought the reason she was getting airtime on night one because it was because it was her 70th birthday and that's totally it. yeah okay well I mean, it's fun to be wrong. And I mean, in your case, so very right.
2: Hold on a second. <laughs> mm, tastes like strawberries.
1: I told you so. Yeah. It tastes like strawberries?
2: It tastes like strawberries with fresh whipped cream. Ooh, that's good. good. Good strawberries. Yeah. Not those new strawberries. How many times do you have a good strawberry nowadays?
1: No, strawberries have gone downhill.
2: Once a year, I have a good strawberry, and I and I mark that day like you, this is the day. You
1: know, what's on fire now is the golden kiwi.
2: Oh, golden kiwis are! This is the golden era of the golden kiwi. Yeah.
1: Oh, the golden kiwi. I will pay a premium for a golden kiwi. Okay, Andy. I think that's a wrap for this recap.
2: No, oh, I'm I'm a little sad.
1: I know. I was really enjoying. I wanted that to season. keep going. Yeah. Well, I think there will be more where that came from. Hopefully, with yeah. Leslie as Leslie,
2: bachelor. Leslie, Leslie or
1: Ellen. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, leave us Apple and Spotify, podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And if you came around here for Golden Bachelor, you're a newcomer, you're a new Shandy. We encourage you to stick around. We really think Q&As might be your best bet. They're the most similar. Yeah. Yeah. And welcome. Yeah, and welcome. Yes. So this isn't goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.
0: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.